Hey, good morning, Asheville, and welcome to the Money Man Mike Show, where we talk all things of real estate here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. And David is over there just cutting the rug, heads just a bobbing. Chris, you're not awake this morning, brother. Hey, man, I'm trying to get there. Yeah, yeah he don't look real sharp either. Nah, you know me. No offense. Hey, no offense. He's still rocking that shirt, though. Compared, I'm advertising evidently here today, but uh, yeah, compared to how I normally come in, I'm definitely slumming it a little bit today. I, I wore my Curious George T-shirt yesterday, and everybody asked me about it. I didn't really think it was all that unique, but I guess it was. It's Curious George, man. Now it's a party. Have you ever seen that Curious George? Now it's a party. No, but I like it. No, I love it, man. You still I, I got it on today. Hey, why not? When I was ten. Hey. Hey, now hold on. We went, we had a father daughter stance this past weekend, and they played the song um, Little Einsteins, the little uh, cartoon thing, but they played it to an RB upbeat rap mm-hmm. tune and everything. The whole dang school was dancing to this thing. I'm like, since when did the Little Einsteins become little rock stars? Be be lucky they're dancing to that and some other. Oh, dude, yeah, it's that's. There was like a ton of father daughter dances. Like I saw so many pictures like on Mm -hmm. social media where everybody's doing it. I mean, is it? uh, I don't know. I guess it's. I never went to a father daughter dance dance when I was little. (laughs) They don't do that in Alabama. Maybe they don't. It's it's yeah. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's a. We we won't get into the college because my daddy was also my brother. Oh no! (laughs) Just kidding. And there is Andrew. <laughs> well, I was already In thinking house. Uncle Granddad. <laughs> yeah. Somebody cut her mic off. Dude, you've got the control back there. <laughs> no, I, I think you're right because I don't remember seeing. Actually, you know what? I, I did. A, actually, that was a mother-son dance back in high school, but I don't remember. Oh, I saw at least 30 people with father-daughter dances, yeah. so it must have been something going on around everywhere where they're just doing it. They have mother-son, yeah. too? I've never seen that. I see the daddy-daughter, but not the mother-son. I don't know if it's, uh, do they do it at private? I mean, just uh, private schools and not uh, public schools? Man, I went to a school where dancing was just for Bode. <laughs> Period. Was it in the town of Footloose? <laughs> pretty much. It really pretty much was. Oh, man. Jimmy, you know anything about this stuff? Uh, you know, I think it uh, was half after my time. Uh, yeah. I've never heard of a father, da- a father daughter. I've heard of, but not a mother son. Yeah. Because let's just face it, little boys don't want to dance anyway. No, exactly. That's true. And I know a few dirty boys that would be like hitting on moms. <laughs> These <laughs> like, are like elementary school people. Oh well, that's true. I guess. <laughs> So Once the, again, cut her mic off. Yeah. <laughs> you, Once man. again, Jimmy, you have the control. I'm out of control. <laughs> this is not like the high school. Bring okay, your mom in yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's hey, baby, whose like, mom are you? Yeah, that's not. I don't think that's how it is. It's uh, Dude, get, six a.m. and your mind's in the gutter. What's up with that? I'm still half asleep. <laughs> the school I went to was so strict that one time I got put on what's called social report. Mm-hmm. Social report. Oh yeah, I was put on social. I wasn't allowed to be seen with this particular young lady. Uh, within 20 feet of her for a week. What'd you do? Well, at my so my dad got the note that said that I got put on social report, and and I'm not kidding you. The letter said that I was sitting too close. We were That's sitting about this far away. You were sitting too close. Sitting too close. And so my dad asked me. He says, David, look, they they wrote down and they they tamed it down. They said that you were sitting too close. Well, what were you really doing? And I said, No, Dad, really, we were sitting too close. <laughs> 
Wow. That's really what I got in trouble for. David, you like, know that's a restraining order, right? Yes. Okay. It is. Today yeah. it is. All right. And we were I was sitting about this close to her. Wow. On purpose? Yeah, yeah. She was, <laughs> she was pretty cute. She was very cute. Now I was doing it as I wish I would have gotten closer if I could have, but obviously you're not allowed to at that school. <laughs> I got in trouble for chewing gum and they called my mom down to the school. And, there, and of course, she was furious, getting having to leave work, and she yeah. got to the school, and then she's like, "What do you do? What do you do?" He was chewing gum in the hallway. Oh my god! He was too, like, he was too close to the gum. Too close to the gum. <laughs> so me and the principal got beat up that night. Oh my man! So we, yes. we both got beat. Hey, we should start over and introduce ourselves. And what are we doing here? Who are we? I don't know. What are we doing? Who are we? We're the Money Man Mike Show. No, you guys are the Money Man Mike Show. That's Mr. Chris Corbeau from. Midtown title, all GQ, Chris will get it closed, and all the other AKAs, accolades, and Chris whatever. can get it closed. I like that. That's pretty good. Chris, you do always get it closed. And you know what? You told us about the mineral rights a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Man, I saw that on a title report the other day. I was like, look at that. I'll be dang. I had so many people actually either text me or call me or send me a message that said that uh, they, so we have listeners, which is fantastic. <laughs> and uh, Yes. Did and, you uh, doubt? Um, and they just basically talked about how how uh, it was interesting and, yeah. and people that just didn't know about it and they never even heard of such a thing. So, uh, you know, I was glad to contribute finally. Hey, and I actually show. told a few other agents that are friends of mine about that and they were like, I had no idea. And I was like, no. So. Yeah, next time you're selling a big piece of land, you better make sure you're writing in these mineral rights. So you saw it on the title, I title saw report? It, and I wasn't even looking for it, but as I was scanning through looking at some other stuff, and I saw it, I was like, oh, B. Now you know what it is, yeah, don't you? I was like, I know what that is now. Yep. And if you don't know and you're listening, go to the website and check Money, it out. Moneymanmike.net. Or on Facebook at MoneymanMikeRadio. Everything's recorded. Everything's put up there. Some good, some bad, some pretty hysterical that you don't hear or see on the air. But uh, of I don't course, know. Her, her brother and father being the same person is pretty daggone funny. So. <laughs> yeah, that Which has is to not make, true. That has to Which make. is not true. Disclaimer. <laughs> I have normal parents. You are from Alabama, right? Yeah, that was just an Alabama joke. And if and if that if you believe that, then I'll, that's also an Alabama fan you're picturing. Oh, just twist <laughs> it. Redneck Alabama fan. Woo! Row tide. Something about some fan that did it on The Price is Right or something recently. It's something on YouTube sensation about some lady was rolling the big wheel at the end, and I guess she screamed out a big roll tide while she was rolling that big wheel. <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt it. And so it went viral, you know, this this elderly lady up there, roll tide, <laughs> and pulled the wheel. <laughs> I went into That's a, cute, though, elderly people. I love elderly people. I went into a gas station the other day, and the guy had an Alabama hat on, and... I mean, I, it was just like you see it in the TV or TV commercials, whatever. Sure enough, the guy at the cash register had something Alabama going on, and that's how they greeted each other, real tight, real tight. And, it's like, and when they were done, boom, real tight. And it's just like <laughs> seeing it on TV or YouTube, you think, okay, it's made up. But in real life, I was like, wow. Well, there are so few Terrapin fans. I actually had somebody pull up <laughs> next to my truck, make me roll down my window so he could scream at me, fear the turtle. I think I would rather have Roll Tide than have some guy screaming, fear the, fear the turtle. turtle. Fear the turtle, baby. David Lukey and Frank Wycheck, the only two Maryland exactly. Terrapins in Nashville. <laughs> and the one guy that pulled up next to me. Hey, go Maryland. There you go. Hey, we got to go out to break real quick. When we come back, we're going to talk about some housing stuff, believe it or not. We're going to go back to uh, 
little stuff over Valentine's Day, some Realtor.com reports, and a U.S. Newsweek uh, uh, report that was recently published. You listen to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC. You are listening to the Money Man Mike Show. We talk all things real estate. And if you were with us on the first segment, man, we were talking a whole lot more. But uh, did any of you guys hear the news report from Channel 4 last weekend about um, Nashville being ranked 13th according to this recent U.S. news report? No, Mike, do tell. 13th in what? 13 to the, uh, the top uh, 100 major cities. To what? Best places to live in. I'm sorry. Oh, best places to live best in. Best places to live in. I think that's too low of a ranking. Well, you know, the funny thing about it is when you watch the actual news article, they they key in on the rent. They said the average price in rent in for rent in Nashville was like $897. Mm. And we were all like, when I heard it, I'm like, there ain't no way. And that's what they based their story on. They went around doing interviews of, hey, how much you paying rent? Where do you live? Blah, 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 blah. Nobody was around eight, nine, you know, 900 bucks. So I, I guess it would also depend when that ranking was put out. Just literally a, uh, a couple weeks ago. Wow. So I read and an, I wonder if they're saying, like, how much you paying rent? And it's somebody lives with two other people, but they pay yeah. 800 or whatever. Um, I think that the survey would have a certain methodology. but They go in to explain how they calculate everything because, yeah. you know, some of the stuff you don't agree with and other stuff, it's like, okay, that makes sense. One thing they hit the nail on the head was uh, they broke down transportation, and it was like 97% uh, cars, 1% bike, 1% you know, mm-hmm. uh, walking. Zero mass transit. Yeah. Uh, well, they it had, this, it had a small, minute number for the buses, but relative to the number of people living here, it was basically zero. Yeah. So, and it's like. Man. Well, I think also, if, and, I, and I don't know, I'd have to find some study to talk about it, but I think the rent relative to the median income in Nashville is still very affordable. Well, the chief economist of National Association of Realtors says that in the last five years, nationwide rent has increased 41%. Wow. That don't surprise me. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, there's no, that wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't doubt that's even a higher number here. I mean, that's a national level at that mm-hmm. point in time. So some places are higher or lower, but that number is probably significantly higher here. Yeah. That might explain why we've seen so many apartment buildings going up. Yes. I would dare to say so as well. Yeah. Cause you guys can't build them fast enough as far as the houses. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, Andrew knows it. Find a house. Find a house mm-hmm. to sell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we, I got plenty to sell, but they have nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where the panic sets in. True panic, too. True panic. You know, I mean, I, and right now, I mean, I hate it's it's the reality of the situation. People, right. every single day, they come in, they want to buy a home, and they say, can you do something special for me on the pricing and the closing costs? And I go, I'm doing everything special that I can for you. I want you to everybody to feel special, and I'm doing the same special thing for everybody. And... They okay, I'll take it because because there's just no they have you know buyers have no leverage right now. No, and you've been kind in several situations where you could have hit somebody with a price increase, but then you held you you held them in in that lower range for longer than you should have. So somebody comes in and talks to me about a house one week, and I've got to raise prices for whatever reason. Uh, We we didn't talk about lumber, did we? I was going to ask you about that if you wanted to talk about that. 
Sure, sure. I mean, there's uh, right now the the current administration is trying uh, to work out a deal with Canada, but it doesn't look hopeful. Um, there's probably going to be a lumber tariff for all lumber coming in from Canada. It's going to add somewhere between 18 to 28 percent to the price of every two by four. It's going to be retroactive to the first. I'm a little surprised Home Depot and Lowe's isn't reacting already. They haven't started raising their prices, but they're coming no matter what. And that's going to add somewhere between uh, 1.5% to 3% to the price of every home. You know, Just in wood increase in cost. Yeah, yeah, so that's going to add about $9,000 in pricing on a $300,000 home, about $6,000 on a $200,000 home. Just, just give people a ballpark. I mean, it's, it's just... It's going to be a big jump in money, and so I've had to because we're. If I sell a home today, we're not starting construction for sixty days, right? And for two reasons: number one, it takes thirty days at the very shortest in normal times, but I have so many orders that I'm trying to fill that I, you know, that's my slot. My next slot is sixty days from now, and so I won't be ordering that lumber for you know forty five mm-hmm. days. I'm, you have to project that cost yeah. of that lumber. I, ha- I have to take a guess. So is that part yeah. of NAFTA right now, or is it is it is it tax free free when it's coming over because of the Free Trade Act, or, or it, what? It is a part of NAFTA, and because NAFTA is getting renegotiated, um, Canada was able to go to the court that rules over NAFTA, and because there's a lot of back and forth conversations about it. They they have been able to say okay you can go ahead and put a tariff on that if you want to, and it's gonna be big. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be big. And you know I wish that the current administration could find a way to work something out. I don't know that they are. And how much is it gonna increase prices again? Five to eight thousand dollars. So a house package. Yeah. So we so to go back to what we started talking about, I I had to raise my price. I didn't have any choice. But there's a one person that had come in and I said okay, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll eat it. It's a big meal to eat, but yeah. I'm gonna eat it. It's gonna be interesting to see how a lot of this stuff plays out. But you know, some of the stuff yeah. I'm for, other stuff I'm against. But yet, I mean, I I mean, there's there are builders out there that have a hundred orders for houses. So if it's gonna cost them six thousand dollars per house, adds up to a lot of money quick. Ooh, yeah, that's some chase. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's not small dollars. That's big dollars. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've got twelve orders, mm. where and, and ten of them I don't have lumber on. Wow. Well, you know, Williamson County was increasing their impact fees as well, and I think mm-hmm. um, it started. Um, uh, it could be up to what fifteen thousand dollars yeah. per house is what it is, David. You probably know mm-hmm. what that number is more than I do about it. But sure. on all new builds, so on top of the normal impact fees that people are paying, there is an additional fee that's yeah. going on every new house. And when did that start? Do you know when that starts or what? I that... think it started February first. February first, and it's uh, it's like five thousand bucks, and then it goes up to fifteen thousand yeah, dollars based on, on the, the per square footage. Based on the per square footage. Yeah. To uh, to do well, that. It, you know, and it's easy to think. Well, that's just Williamson County. Who cares? But you know, price increases in Williamson County impact the price of homes in Davidson County mm-hmm. yeah. because the spread changes. Yeah. You know, so uh, you know, at, at, that's the bottom line. The spread is going to change, and and 
and that's going to help normalize. There's already a cost differential between Williamson County and Davidson County, and if you increase the price in Williamson County, it's going to increase the price in Davidson County. You know, so it's... I'm not sure where all this stuff is going to go, but, it, you know. Yeah, one-time tax on new residential construction was approved by the county commissioners. This was in November. Mm-hmm. It will impose pose fees from 1145 to 11210 depending on the home square footage. The tax should raise nearly $15 million in the first year, and the county has said it needs $340 million to fund the construction of 12 new schools mm-hmm. um, in the next five years. And then property taxes increased 15.5%. Fifteen point five in two thousand and sixteen already. So, uh, so. It, and here's the part that really kind of gets lost in all of the math when people talk about these things and they say, "See, if we didn't have new construction, we wouldn't have to pay all these taxes." Well, sometimes the politicians aren't very honest because if you have one piece of property that is one farm and it's generating eight thousand dollars a year in property taxes. Okay, you take and you turn that farm into fifty houses, significantly, and each one of those houses is generating six thousand dollars a year in property taxes. That's still a whole lot more money Mm -hmm. than that one farm, and and so they talk about oh we need the impact fees to build the schools because we need this we need that, Uh, yes, and you're also getting all the tax revenue too, right. So let's not kid ourselves. Plus the sales tax revenue you know, for all and, families. Yeah, you know. Everything else that comes with it. Yeah, and, and then they well, we, we want jobs. We just don't want anybody working around us. Right. You know, we want jobs, just not working around me. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't don't work near my house. I got a fact <laughs> for a neighborhood in Florida. Y'all know, everybody knows I'm from Florida, and there's a huge neighborhood down there uh, that I that I will talk about. But mm-hmm. there's I've read some information on it this weekend that would be aston- It's going to astonish y'all when I tell you what the statistic is on it. We'll pick that up on the other side of this break in a second. Hey, you've been listening to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We'll be right back. Welcome back to 1510 WLAC, News Radio 1510 WLAC, where you listen to the Money Man Mike Show. Man, we just had a laughter and break, and we're going to give you a little insight to it from Mr. Chris Corbeau talking about... No, we're not going to talk about yes, that. Yes, we are. He's going to tell us something else I'm gonna about I'm going to give you a statistic, community, statistic, down community down there, oh, yes, oh, but uh, we're definitely going to do that, so <laughs> we're not going to talk about what we You're going to have to about. go to the uh, website to check that uh, one out. That's a behind-the-scenes conversation. <laughs> I'm probably blushing right now, which is not <laughs> easy to do. So, uh, I want to see how far you guys would go with that. And Dave was like, nah, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I think we might all be blushing a little. Phew. So, uh, hey, so what, what did you tell What were you going to tell us about down in Florida? Statistics, yeah. So, you know, I'm a real estate dork. I read all things real estate. I just like it. I don't know. I mean, I, just all this useless information. So there's a huge retirement community called The Villages. Probably everybody's heard about it. And it's now covering four counties in central Florida area. It started as small, and it just keeps expanding out and expanding out. So, I was, And this is the neighborhood where you can ride around on golf carts. Everybody, everybody owns a golf cart. rides cart. from 10 miles down the road, and yeah, you're just, they connect, right? That's correct. It's okay. It's huge. It's a retirement community. So I was reading it, reading this uh, this book about it. And so first of all, there's 72 golf courses in this one community. 72. 72 golf courses and expanding in this community right now. Wow. How many closings a month do they average in there for new construction? Anybody want to guess? Jeez, I have have no no idea. idea. Give me a number. I don't care. Somebody. 40. What do you got, Dave? Uh, 50. 150. 
450 closings a month in this neighborhood. A month? Of new construction? Of new construction closed every month in this community. Yeah. Holy. It's a retirement community? Yep. And who's the builder? There's a zillion of them in there. Wow. Are they single families or are they condos or townhouses? Whatever. All All kinds. Mixed Tubes, quads, singles, the whole nine yards. Yep. 72 golf courses. Holy so this cow. is like the size of not seventy two holes, <laughs> yeah, seventy two I mean, golf, golf courses. courses, yep, in the villages, yep. Wow, it covers four counties. The, the neighborhood covers four counties. Wow, the, oh my god, that is insane. Yeah, I know. I was reading. I'm going. Uh, I may be relocating <laughs> 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 to uh, pick up some closings in the, in Central wow. Florida. So uh, fifty a month. Yep. Wow, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of closings. Wow. But uh, they just keep pushing further and further and further, and kind of—I mean, it's going to take over every everything in Central Florida. Are they getting ready to secede from the union? Uh, very possible. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's some really interesting facts on the, the, the villages, and uh, you know, look it up, take a look at it. Some of them will probably make you laugh, some may make you blush, some uh, may astonish you. So, uh, <laughs> you know, part of the useless facts that roam around in the brain of Chris Corvo. There you go. Very Fantastic. interesting. It's all good stuff. David, you got a tip for us this week? Uh, yes. I did. What was the tip I was thinking about this week? I was thinking about something earlier, and it, it slipped my mind. Oh, I got uh, to re-catch my mind up. Uh, what was I thinking about? I don't know. Oh, I know what it was. What? It was a travel tip. Speaking of traveling to Florida, it was a travel <laughs> tip. When you, when you leave town in the winter, and it's 60 degrees when you go to catch your flight, Yes. just know that it may be 20 degrees tomorrow. So turning your heat completely off to save money is not your best idea. That's very true. When I woke up this morning, my house was 59 degrees. <laughs> because you turned your heat off. Because <laughs> yesterday I had windows open. Yep. And I was like, turn the heat off oh, so yeah. it doesn't kick on. And then this morning I was like, turn the heat off. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so leave your heat on the lowest setting. Usually it's 54. That's usually the lowest setting. So your pipes don't freeze. Mm-hmm. And then do the extra added precaution. Go out to your meter out at the street. If you have a single family home or wherever your water comes into your house, and turn the water off. Just uh, turn it off yeah, completely yeah. so that you don't have to worry about peace of mind. Yeah, pipes bursting. But don't turn off the water and think, well, I don't have to leave my heat on anymore because there will be water in your pipes. There will mm-hmm. be water in the water heater. It, and so you don't want your pipes to freeze. It's just a bad idea. Plus, it's really hard on caulk and it's hard on your doors and everything else to have the temperature swing that much. I got to give David credit for something else, by the way. I had a conversation with a client the other day that had to do some remediation work on their house yeah. uh, for some basement stuff. And they were talking about how the ground had gotten really dry and the cracks in the ground and the water went in there and started causing that. And I'm going, I've heard this somewhere before. Where have I heard this from? And uh, once again, the cobwebs kind of came loose. And I'm like, hey, we actually talked about this one day about well, how you're supposed to fix that. And so what I, what I wanted to say was, well, if you listen to David, he put a, David Lukey at Capitol Homes, he would have told you how to fix that instead of letting it you get to that point. just follow us on Facebook. That's yeah, all you got to do. You follow him on Facebook and then you won't have that problem. But evidently it's a it's a huge oh, yeah. problem out there where the ground dries and water gets into these cracks in the ground and it gets under the foundation and causes the foundation to fail on houses so uh i had to give david credit on that that his tips actually do work and were you doubting david no 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 but i mean it's good to get confirmation and validation that yeah. the, that the tips of the week uh are actually, are, are, actually useful. are very useful tips and uh so thank i was you. thinking the whole time i'm talking to this guy going yeah this guy should have talked to david lukey yeah so thank you 
Okay. I've repeated your tips multiple times. Well, thank you. Man. Share them on Facebook and all that good stuff. I will. All that good stuff. People should go to Facebook and find our tips and share them to their friends. I think that would be great. Money Man Mike Radio, and that links you out to David, Andra, and Chris. Yes. And a whole lot more. I, I actually got a phone call from a lady, really nice lady, who I had given her some pricing before to replace her windows. And she called, you know, pickup truck, you know, mm. Billy Bob pickup truck to replace the outside of her chimney. The house was built back in the 80s, and they didn't Tyvek it, and all the exterior sheathing was rotting, and she really needed some help with that. And and although I didn't help her, I referred her to my framer who had a two-day drop in his schedule. And the, the company that she'd used before had six days in the project and may have been a fourth of the way done. What? And my guy's got the job done in two days, actually a day and a half. She loving you. Oh, she couldn't believe it. She was like, I can't believe I even bothered with the other guy. So just use a real professionals. Don't use, you know, for big jobs. Well, I mean, use a professional for anything. I mean, yeah. you know, we we always talk about uh, FISBOs and people want to sell their house oh. and try to save the money. But yet, if they're not willing to do the, all the stuff that Andrew's willing to do with, you know, negotiation and lining all the appraisals and inspections and everything else up and deal with all the other stuff that goes on. Oh, and, the, and there's people out there that think that Zillow can replace the realtor. Oh, man. Zillow's so inaccurate. It's yeah. like the worst site, period. In the Absolutely. day late and a nickel short. Yeah. So, yes. Well, also, when people uh, write contracts on for sale by owners, we get a lot of calls and stuff like this. And, you know, there's a lot of negotiable features and contracts that people don't know. And, you know, there's, there's several customs in the area around here that this person, the seller pays this or the buyer pays this or whatever. Right. And, and if you, they honestly don't, there's like, well, I don't know who pays, who pays for the title or who pays for the survey or who pays for the termite. And so they could just be saying, I don't know. So really, if you don't know, you could be paying for something more. Yeah. I mean, thousands of dollars worth more and in, in cost than than you would have to pay if you use somebody who knows how to negotiate that stuff because there are customs in here in our in our area about who should what who should pay what. Yes. Um, you know, and on a resale typically the seller pays uh, title insurance, but when you're buying a brand new house, the custom is the builders won't pay it. You exactly. you dare mm-hmm. you to find a builder that will yeah. that will pay it for right. you. They just don't do that and if that's just one minor thing if you don't know that that, it's uh, interesting because builders, to, to piggyback on what you're talking about, builders like to pay a dollar amount. We're paying $2,000. Right. And you can use you, it whatever you want. You can use it for your title, which may only be $1,500. We don't care. You know, you but, but they hate this nebulous, we're going to pay X. You know, it's no, no, no. Tell me how many, what, what's the dollars I'm paying? Don't tell me I'm paying all your closing costs. I don't know what that means. Tell me the dollar amount that I'm paying. And I, I don't really don't know how resale people put up with that. Pay all my closing costs. Well, I don't know what no, that means. That's such a blank amount. statement. There's yeah. always that's, an that's, amount. That's, that's yeah. scary. It better but, be. Well, that's but, why most builders yeah. use separate contracts because the, the, the General Tennessee Association of Realtor contract that people use um, has those negotiable features, whereas builder contracts don't. They're like, oh, look at the builder's contract. It's so scary. I mean, it just specifically cuts out a lot of that yeah. negotiation portions that go yeah. on in a, in a TAR contract, yeah. and it just spells it out who's going to pay for that. We're so. paying nothing except for X. I don't care how you use it. <laughs> use it any way you want to. Don't bother me with the details. That's all we're doing. Leave me alone. We're paying nothing. <laughs> So the the story the answer to the story is call a real a realtor who knows Absolutely. what they're doing because you could mistakenly pay several thousand more dollars by just not even knowing what the customs in the area are. Absolutely. Heck, and the numbers even show that you'll 
more than likely make more money on the sale of your house. You'll clear it even after you pay the real estate commissions. Yes. So there's a lot of advantages to it. So call on a professional. Call Miss Andrew Brewer. Check her out on the website, Money Man Mike. Money Mac Mac Radio or Money Man Mac Net. Can't spit that out this morning, but hey, we got to jump out to a break. We're going to come back to our fourth segment, talk about a little mortgage stuff, a little uh, real estate stuff, and wrap up the show. Hey, welcome back to News Radio 1510 WLAC, where you're listening to the Money Man Mike Show, and we're talking all things real estate. I'm going to kick off this segment with the best places or the most top voted I guess for love and not love states How, how's the article yeah go? so there's a there's a professor at Michigan State University who has done this study to tell us the uh, 10 best and worst states to find love to find love 10 best and 10 worst so what's the obvious choice well, Virginia is for lovers no uh, well, that's what I would think Virginia is for, for lovers that's what they advertise so there's a little bit of misadvertisement going on there because it's not. But uh, there's actually three states tied for first, which was Mississippi, Utah, and Wisconsin. I don't know. Utah. Really random. Yeah, those are the first three. Vermont, Alaska, North Carolina, Delaware, Minnesota, Oregon, and California. Maine. Have, this I, is I for do, humans, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, right. Yes, yes, I do yes. have a one-wife maximum, though. I'm not sure about Utah. Well, that's why you find love in Utah, because you... Never mind. <laughs> different show, different topic. Okay, so the top 10 All places All hate emails to, should go to davidlukey yeah. at capitalhomeideas.com. The top 10 places that you're not going to find love. North Dakota's number one. no one's there. Nobody's there. Yeah. It's Kentu- all men. Kentucky. They're all related. Kansas. <laughs> They're all related. Tornadoes. <laughs> South Dakota. Rhode Island. Ohio. Again, all men. South Carolina, Colorado, New York, and Indiana. So, yeah, North Dakota's the rated the worst state to find love. And Mississippi's rated the f- number one place to find love. Who would have thunk it? I, I, but I'm not sure that I think that's right. Based on this topic in the last segment, why is Florida, and specifically, why is that elder, you know, the uh, retirement the community <laughs> not listed? I mean, that vi- that the villages alone is, I think, got to put Florida at number one. Florida to the front. Well, I think it's talking about falling in love, David. Oh, Got it, got it, got it. Not the other four-letter L word, but love is what they're is what they're looking for. So, Jimmy, how much time do we have left before the segment's over? Way too much. But there's other good articles out out there too that David can ring in on here too, Mike, if you wanna. Well, yeah. Let's. Jimmy was asking us during the break. You know, he knows what a single-family home is, but and it's not for single people. No, you can have a married couple or whatever in there, but. He asked, "Is you know, is there a double fam- double double family home? Is what yes. he called it? Double uh, family or multiple family?" And the answer is yes. And David, you sure. want to touch on that real quick? Sure. The single family is a is just basically a designated idea for a home that has one family in it, a single family, only one one residence yep. for one family. Now, how no matter how big that family is, depending on subject and stuff like that. But a duplex would be a house specifically designed for two homes, right? And then quads and high-rise and mid-rise or multifamily is what they call it. So a single-family, duplex, and multifamily. So could you have like a two-story home and they both have like three bedrooms and a bath and kitchen and... Both floors, you mean? Yeah. If, if you have a duplex, yeah. So that's one of the things I get asked sometimes, uh, hey, David, you're building a house for me. It's got a basement. 
and I want to put my mother-in-law down in the basement. And not, not a creepy dungeon basement, yeah. but you know, nice, beautiful walkout basement. Can we put my mother-in-law down in the basement? And I say, sure, right up until you ask me for a stove. <laughs> because that's when the codes department is going to say, this is now a duplex. Right. I can put a wet bar down there with a hot plate and a microwave. But as soon as I put a stove in, they don't care about bathrooms, right? They don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Thermostat, the whole nine yards, separate entrance even. The stove is what will trigger them. Yeah. They'll say, oh, you can't put the stove down there. So you add the stove yourself after. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I will never, I would never say, you know, that this is a good idea. But sometimes what you can do is you can run the 220 plug for the hot tub. That you plan on installing after I'm done with the home by the fridge by the refrigerator and the so, counters. You know, if it happens to be near the kitchen, I don't care. But it's a hot tub. It was yeah. a yeah. That's, screw what, up. that's what that was for. It was a hot tub. Yeah, you know, as long as I can say it with a straight face, I don't really care. <laughs> but because they considered a duplex, and the property would be, let's say, in Delvin Downs, it's mm-hmm. all single family houses right. in right. there. And so, because you would put the stove in there, they would consider it multifamily, which mm-hmm. would then be a violation of the zoning. That's right? correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so if I if I they the inspector would come out and say, "What's the stove plug for?" And uh, you know, hot tub, hot tub. Yeah, you know. Then but the Jimmy's point too pass it. is, um, you know, you're calling it a duplex if they had an upstairs and a downstairs. It could be a condominium too, as well. Yeah. Or it to, could be uh, a duplex side to side. I mean, side sometimes you have up and down, and sometimes you have side to side. Right. What about when you guys build? You guys being builders, when. Uh, you take two single-family houses, but they mm-hmm. have a one common wall that may be no bigger than 10 by 10 or 12 by 12, but yet you look at them from the street, and they look like two totally separate single families. The city of Nashville has really kind of evolved over the last 15 years on that. It used to be if it was a duplex that had to be connected. You and put those little blank walls yeah, right in between them or whatever. Those two storage units would be connected is usually what they would do, and, and that way they looked like detached homes. And then... So now it depends on the part of the city that you're in. In some parts of the city, the city requires that. They want those homes to have very little connectivity. And then in other parts of the city, they require the exact opposite. If you're going to build a duplex, they want no less than 60% of the walls connected or something like right. that. And then you can only offset it by four feet or eight feet. You can't, Or you have to offset it by four feet or eight feet. So I... I I do get phone calls from people, hey, I've got a piece of property, and they built duplexes right down the street, so I know I can build a duplex. No, it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. So you really have to dig in. And then there are people who are very good and very successful, and I will admit that I am not that person, at taking a piece of property that has single-family zoning and and then going through the two-year process. Two years? Sometimes. To get it rezoned for a duplex, to go through all those hoops, and that's just not what we do. You know, we we work with the existing zoning. It's got zoning. I work with it, and I'll design to the zoning. But there, I know there are people out there that will take two years to get something rezoned so that they can build a duplex on it instead of a single family. Well, I'm going to step in on that and say that the the you know the tall skinnies that people talk about would avoid the two year period that you see people building. Um, They can split their lot in half by what they call a horizontal property regime by creating a horizontal property regime which is where you see these two houses that are going up on one lot all the time so that may not be a duplex zoning 
but a, a zoning and a lot size that would allow for that a horizontal property regime. Yeah, which and that, would then that, that still two. can take a long time if you don't have a big enough lot. Yes, if the lot's sufficient enough to for by the square footage of right. what Metro requires it to be, then 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 you can just split the lot up without replatting it at that point in yeah. time and put two houses on there, three or four, depending on how big. Yeah. How You're big seeing the lot a lot is. more of the HPRs than duplexes now. I'd say it's just another way to get around the rules yeah. and the zoning. It all comes back to zoning. Well, it's it's not getting around the zoning. It's using a different zoning for it. Yeah. That's a better way to say it, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, have this zoning, you have that yeah. zoning. If you, in some areas, you can't do the horizontal property regime. Just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then other areas, there's the zoning is for the horizontal property regime is not different than the duplex as much. And then other areas, it's completely different. Correct, Chris? My, my... Yes. Yeah, Metro has really redefined that, as you said, especially yeah. the last few years where neighbors neighborhoods have rose, kind of had a, uh, a fallen out with the tall skinnies, as they call the HPRs and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and like, a lot of Green Hills has gotten really tough uh, to where you don't see that as much anymore. East Nashville, there's still a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nations are still, we, we probably do 15 of those a week where we're taking lots and splitting them up in either two or three or or four at that point in time. What, creating what's documents. HPR stand for in case our listeners don't know what that is? So it's called horizontal property regime, and it's basically a, a, a segment of the Condominium Act uh, that allows it. So it's not con, it's not a condominium, but you have multiple dwellings on one lot at that point in time, and there's common areas that are owned, but there's also prop, part of it that's owned privately. Uh, and usually it's the house that's privately owned, but you share the yard with your neighbor that's beside you or behind right. you or or whatever to do that. And so that's why you'll see one lot with maybe four houses on it. And, uh, <laughs> and that's what that is. And so you basically own the dirt in the house and then everything else, land and everything else is typically owned in common with everybody else. But it's not considered a condominium. It is considered uh, a planned unit development or, or a single family house in our business because you actually own the dirt that the house sits on. Do they pay an HOA, or do they have to figure out how to maintain the uh, common ground themselves? So they, by the statute, you have to set up an HOA. You have to do it and and, and have it in place. Uh, now everybody, there's an attorney in my office that works that has bought one of bought these several years ago, and now that he's gotten our business and started kind of learning the practice a little bit, he did some digging and found out that he lived on a horizontal property regime, and he had an HOA that was administratively dissolved the year after he bought the property <laughs> because he didn't know he had one. And so a two-person HOA is really hard to administer, but uh, they have to have them in order to qualify for this designation. Yeah. And uh, But most people don't even know it. They don't keep it up. Uh, they don't even know there's rules and regulations that apply to that. You know, maybe I don't think we'll have time today, but next week we ought to talk about there are homeowners associations in all kinds of places, and realtors will say the wrong thing. They'll say there is no HOA when there is declarations and covenants and restrictions, but there's nobody collecting a fee. That's where you see the the, the two houses on one lot. Uh, we ran in that several times. Even outside of that, I mean, yeah. the, the the neighborhood that I'm building down in Dixon, there are there's rules. an HOA. There's rules. And there are rules and covenants. You just don't pay. But nobody's paying a fee. Right. So nobody's enforcing the rules right now. Right. So we have realtors. But they should be aware that they, there are That's rules. Right. Yeah. And it, and, Absolutely. And just because they're not being enforced today doesn't mean they won't be enforced tomorrow. Right. And so we have the other agents come in and say, oh, there's no HOA. And like, no, no, no. Mm. There's an HOA. There's no assessment. There's just no fee. Right. And we, and they go, oh, well, there's no HOA. You know, it's like, uh, so we ought, to, we ought to talk about that next week. It's, it's a really 
Yeah, because I get calls all the time because there are neighborhoods that you can't, the, the restrictive covenants won't let you lease in. And mm-hmm. so if you're buying houses for investment purposes and, and you have not checked the covenants about that, and, and I've got stories where people have already bought and oh, they yeah. can't lease them at all. So, yeah, I'd love to circle back up and talk about that because uh, there, you'd be amazed what's in some of these rules and regulations. I mean, just you can't even rent your house in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And some people have no idea that they even have them. And they're running out there and they spend $5,000 on a chain link fence. And then somebody will get ticked off about it. And then all of a sudden the rules get enforced. <laughs> it's a bad day at that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're out of time. Jimmy's giving us the sign to get on out of here. But uh, we ch- check us out next week. We'll talk about the HOA stuff, the multiple property stuff, and have a good conversation. So you've been listening to the Money Man Mike Show here on News Radio 1510 WLAC. We're out.